Good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. We're here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, corner of Springfield and Duncan. You can join us by phone at 217-356-9397, or you can text us at 217-351-5357. We have our experts here to answer your questions, and they include Marianne Metz. And good morning, Tamara, at 7 o'clock, 7.15 in the morning. I know, it's really early, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you, 11 o'clock kickoff games. Hey, good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. And Steve Brown, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey. It was hard, wasn't it, to get here? Yeah. Getting up a little early. It's dark. Well, it's not like you're not up, maybe, but you'd be you know, for lounging me, a little bit longer. It's, it's the principle of it. it <laughs> there were so many stars out that you could the sky was so clear I was able to really see I mean enjoy it yeah enjoy it yes thank you it's hard to do that in town especially even yes. at, even at night because there's so much ambient light S- yes so much do light you, do you know what's so cool I have this uh, AccuWeather app on my phone and it alerts you to when there's meteor showers oh yeah and that is so cool that is cool and yeah. you just kind of drop what you're doing and well, out there. Mosey on at now. two o'clock in the morning, absolutely he does. <laughs> okay, tell us about no? it. Okay, well, I did do it uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, cool! It was it was pretty neat, but I had to drive where I could see open sky. But it was neat. Yeah. Wow! So, yeah. how much of an advance notice does it give you? Uh, it's it's during. You get enough time. Yeah. It's during the day. Well, see, it's Eastern time. Uh, and so yeah, really. She can r- rush out to your car. Or Pacific or something. Yeah. Okay. That's well, cool. So, you know, yeah. It'll say I tonight. Like or, a couple yeah. hours to get there. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, if you had this extra hour in your day. Oh, my gosh. Where you could garden. But you can't probably unless it's at night. What would, what would you do? What, what have you been putting off that you haven't gotten to? Mulching. Mulching. Yes. Reinforcing mulch, actually, because I mulch all the time. But now's the, a really important time to do it. So get out there and pile it on. Especially huh? new plantings, especially. You know, it's it's amazing. I mean, it's it's great digging. The so, there's enough moisture in the soil. Yeah. It's, it's perfect digging right now. Oh, my gosh, but, yes. You know, really, if we don't... You know, we're, now they're talking about maybe some rain Thursday, Friday, or something like that, or yeah. Wednesday night, mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday. We could actually some of these evergreens, some of these new plantings could use another drink, or Almost. you know, if you'd sown yeah. grass in the last month or so, and you think, yep. okay, well, it's been raining so much enough to drink, mm-hmm. probably could stand to water the grass, yep. the new grass, hmm. um, now and not wait another four or five days. So yeah, the soil is getting very diggable. You're absolutely right. So. I could actually get my tulips planted, couldn't I? Yes, you could. Oh. Yeah, I still have to plant daffodils. Do you? I have, yeah, all my bulbs. Muscari. Uh, I, I haven't yeah. gotten any of them out yet, so. Well, I'm glad you. It. I'm glad you bought them. Me too. There's a selection, even though we have some, and we have some gorgeous ones. Oh my gosh, there's still it's picking beautiful over things. Thirty yeah. percent off still. I've been and eyeballing them. Thirty. Yeah. Yeah. 30. yeah. Yep. And so, I got the hyacinths and daffs in last. Last weekend, oh, so good. I gotta get the garlic in still. So that's gotta be a tomorrow thing. Yeah, I got mm. I got the garlic to do too. To yep. bring in? No, to, to put plant. out. <laughs> yeah, yep. And then how often? To, or how soon do you get a crop? Then is it going to be next this summer. fall or next? Oh, okay, I gotcha. So you plant the bulbs now, and you can plant them in the spring, but if you can get it established in the fall, 
uh, going into the winter, you'll just have a bigger, better crop yep. next summer. And, uh, yeah, it's easy to do. I mean, you only have to plant the cloves because you, you break the bulbs up into the cloves, and there's anywhere from four to eight cloves in a bulb. Yep. And each clove will produce a bulb, then a garlic bulb. Neat. And you only have to plant the, the clove an inch, inch and a half, two inches deep at the most. Oh. Uh, as far as the top of the bulb. Uh, it depends on which method you're going to plant. If you're going to plant in a bed method or if you're going to plant in rows um, and walking between the rows. I just kind of plant it as a bed because I can reach across the bed and harvest. Um, so I wouldn't plant them any closer than about six inches on center. Uh. But I wouldn't plant them much further apart than that, seven or eight at the most. So I'll plant them probably about six inches on center and just make a solid bed of them. And I plant them as ornamentals. I mean, I harvest them, but they, they go into my flower beds. This this really cool accent, it looks like an allium, but then it, then it doesn't. Really? Yeah, it's really cool. That is cool. And you probably like these curly scapes. Oh, I, I just I can't it, wait for them to start doing that. Because it's curly squirrely. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait for them to start doing that. Because the, the scape will come up, and sometimes it'll stay straight, but a lot of times it'll curve or go like this. Just do, I know everybody can Wave see that, can't they? Well, it'll do yeah. corkscrews and stuff, so. Okay. I'm surprised yeah. you're and not out there cutting them and going to the kitchen with them right away. Exactly. That like John be, would do. That's what I would do. <laughs> Boy, I got her just a blank wait, look like wait. <laughs> garlic it was like de- deer. It was delicious. It's like a deer in headlights. What? <laughs> Cook? You, saute- you like to cut them and saute them or what do you Yeah, do? yeah. Absolutely. What's that? The, the leaves? Or it's, the, it's, uh, the curly cues? It's what will be the flower. Okay. Which is, is a neat thing to do. It's just that I can't bear to do it. Yeah. And then I'd have to go cook it anyway. So, know. you know, whatever. You don't want I have to, to find the kitchen first. See, the, see the difference is you like the squirrely. I do. John thinks that's out of control and it doesn't look tidy. And he's my And he likes right. to cook. So he's going to cut it. And, <laughs> that's right. And put it to good use. And I agree with you planting it in the bed method as opposed to a row because I would be upset if I got the rows crooked. crooked. I can appreciate that. Of course you would. Darn it! And and as soon as Steve said, you know that you wouldn't like it because it doesn't grow, you know, evenly and nicely. So uh, so, I'm the same way. So John would probably drop a two by six on the flat side, and then and then it's five and a half inches of of, wide. Then he'd add just a little bit more, and he would get on his knees and probably go up and down the two by six and make that row nice and straight. Perfect. And That's a uh, good idea. Well, <laughs> when, I mean, no, I know you're it wasn't joking, the two by but six, <laughs> but when we were, when I was at home, when we did our garden, we put out the stake with the the string. Sure. Yeah. Was Absolutely. it your job to measure it and make sure it was straight and yeah. taut? Absolutely. Yeah. That's nice. fun. What, you, what are you doing? And I never realized huh? why. What are you doing in your yard? Well, I, you know, like I said, I got the hyacinths and the daffs in, and I, I have to get the garlic in. I've got beds to fill, beds to dig up and, and improve. Compost. I've got um, to think about fencing because we are having more and more deer problems. Are you? Yeah, and uh, got some fruit trees to plant. Nice. Ooh-hoo. Got some evergreens to mulch. Got some beds to mulch. So not much. Yeah. Nothing that a forty to sixty hours wouldn't cure. 
Yeah. It's it's a lot to maintain a property, isn't it? Well, it's just, and plus you want to do it. I mean, it's relaxing. It's but fun. It, it, exactly. It is fun. You're it's totally right. my therapy. And it is. Absolutely. It's just so much cleanup, though. Yeah. It's, you know, having to deal with so many sticks and so many leaves and, and the grass clipping. Oh, look at, these, look at these tears start to roll down <laughs> our faces here. Collectively. We're all feeling for you, honey. Yeah. Not even, I mean, not to mention the pokeweed stalks. Oh, seriously. <laughs> I had a customer uh, yesterday bring in, she brought clippings of all her shrubs and perennials. And oh. can I cut this back? Can I cut this back? And they were so green. And some of them had flowers on them still. Oh. And I said, <laughs> enjoy them. Wow. Yeah, I said, I said, yeah, it's been so warm. I think you need to wait. Well, maybe after the few nights this week already, they aren't uh, aren't so green and lush. I had impatience yeah. in my front yard that uh, they're New Guineas, but they were just beautiful. It was just a real strong orange, and some uh, of that coppery carex with it, and it looked really awesome. Looking down on it from the second story was just beautiful okay. until the uh, beginning of the week, hmm. and now they're just black. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I need to get him out of the ground. A little ground. too cold overnight, huh? Yeah. I started, I brought in, uh, cleaned, uh, cleaned up, the um, Vinca, and yeah, they, they, they were wilted and dying. But the geraniums, I was so surprised. They're still hardy and Pretty they have tough. buds and yes. And it, they yeah. did not look like they had been affected by any of the cold. That's awesome. Okay, we've got a mandevilla that still looks pretty good, really? amazingly so. That's really? Great. That surprises yeah. me. Must be really protected. Is Mm-mm. No. Okay. Isn't that a tropical? Mm-hmm. Who knew? I have a ginger that looks perfect, which is sitting right next to my driveway. And they're so. pretty cold sensitive, yeah. 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 It looks perfect. But maybe just the heat off the concrete and... Maybe. Oh, or the, maybe. the pumpkins that are sitting with uh, it that could be warming that's, them that's up. That's what it is. The squirrels that are eating your pumpkin sitting next to it. Nice. So I parked my car the other day, and uh, I'm uh, I'm under a tree, and I could not help but notice this tree. It was so gorgeous, and so I had to pick a leaf. That's beautiful. Isn't it, though? Because mm. you can see the light green, uh, but then the veining is a darker Dark green. Veining. Yeah, and that's, you can see it's, it's, means it's not healthy, but it's, anyway. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, ruin my pretty leaf. Thanks. It's Steve. still pretty. <laughs> and then the tips are turning red, and others, you know, were more red. But uh, but I just loved how this one was like mid turn. That's really neat. It's yeah. pretty. Did you so, have that press between some paper, a book or something? I it's did. Still flat. Oh, yeah. you're so good. Real quick, just, you know. Wow, you're so good. While I was in my car. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Right. <laughs> so what happened to? this tree then to cause this beautiful coloring i, I don't know if it's a iron and deficiency or manganese deficiency but it's it's one of the one of the two manganese or which manganese or iron deficiency would be my take on it yeah huh i wouldn't have thought of iron oh. so if this tree is is this tree at the new building uh it it was nearby okay in the same fox drive neighborhood okay yeah, so yeah. it'd be a great time to try and correct it. And again, whether you want to just self-diagnose or whether you want to send a sample, not that you would want to, but if the owner of the property wanted to send a sample to the plant clinic, they could identify the deficiency for sure. Yeah. And then uh, it'd be a great time to treat this fall, winter, and then hopefully have the tree corrected 
next spring when the leaves, new leaves emerge. Okay, that brings up a good topic too. It is the great time to start treating trees for issues like that, or, or whether it's an insect problem, mm-hmm. uh, the systemics that uh, work up into the tree. Great time to do it. I, what other things should we look, uh, are possible, like manganese, okay, I can, I can see that. Iron, that was, whoa, really? Trees need iron? Didn't think that. Any others? That I wouldn't, that we should check for or could check for? Uh, you know, I don't know how essential it is. If the foliage looks good, if there's no other symptoms, I don't know that I'd bother checking okay. per se. Some fertilizers have some trace elements, which these would be trace elements okay. incorporated in. In this particular case, I don't think a trace element would be enough. I think you'd want to go directly to that tr- element that's uh, in short supply and follow the directions on the packaging. And, would and that treat. be powder, liquid? kind of form does it come in more often than in a powder okay yeah especially for a larger application but you still have to be careful and that's one of the reasons it would be worth testing because it is a trace element for a reason and if you put too much of that element on Mm. outside of the bounds of what the tree would need it could become toxic Uh, that's why people have to be careful when they're adding aluminum sulfate to hydrangeas to try and get that blue color yeah uh, because the aluminum can be toxic uh, it, the plants need aluminum, but they don't need a ton of it. Okay. And uh, you're not adding it to necessarily get the aluminum. You're adding it to lower the pH by having the combination of the aluminum sulfate. So it's not so, always that more is better. Yeah. Okay. Good to remember. Yep. Well, Good to and remember. that's why you have to diagnose the problem to begin with before you start self-diagnosing treating. and yeah. treating. and. Yep. Right. So the woman who came in with uh, different samples of her trees and shrubs, how, how were hers looking? <laughs> well, good, you yeah. know. I mean, we've had all that nice rain. Yeah. Some Tip- of them are in typical fall decline. You know. The temps have been pretty nice, so they probably weren't too far along in that process. No. Uh-uh. So. Have you had enjoyed the fall color this week? Oh, wow, yeah. it's really oh intensified, hasn't it? It just burst out in your face, didn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And great. the winds haven't been too bad, and, you know, we haven't had some driving rains here this week at all, so right. it's nice to see these leaves hanging on there. I mean, yeah. obviously with the cool temps, some are dropping to the ground pretty yeah. quickly, but it looks pretty awesome. Well, it's really cool to see um, that there's still ash in the in the community. Uh, they're not very many. Ash trees? Yeah. Oh. But they just have a special color to them. They're just really beautiful. I'm glad there's still some. There are a few. There are. There are a whole lot less. Yep, a whole lot less. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Emerald Ash Boar. Yeah. (laughs) This is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. You can phone in and join us at 217-356-9397 or text us at 217-351-5357. Five, seven. So mulching was on your list. Yes. Cleanup was on the list, whether it's pots and containers where stuff is frozen out or <clears throat> in the perennial beds or yep. whatever. Uh, watering, watering new plantings, sure. watering evergreens, watering new grass plantings would be important still. Uh, planting anything, whether yes. it's a bulb, perennial, tree, shrub. It's perfect. Great time to do trees and shrubs and perennials. Absolutely. Be getting that done. Um Besides the whole cleanup thing, new beds, if you had the opportunity to get those going so you get off, get off to a head start for next spring. Yep. Now, Maybe nice. uh, uh, do a little more protection. 
consider wrapping trees, yes. smooth bark Important trees. to get that on. And look for uh, rodents, rodent damage, critter damage, deer, deer, you know, think about protection yes. over the winter. Okay. So plenty of things. And the wraps. Mm-hmm. Plenty, plenty, plenty. And it'll be obviously perfect weather to be getting it done the next few days. Yes. So you might have to be extra through headlights if it's only going to get down to 36 tonight or 40 the night after that. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, you're not going to? Not. What? <laughs> In the spring, you wouldn't hesitate. Well, yeah, but spring, it's warmer. Well. Ish. Ish. Sun, a, a little. Here's a question. You, you say, it, now here we are just about entering the second week of November, and you say there's still plenty of time. It's a perfect time for planting. At what point is it no longer a perfect? Because I would think that we were already past the point. When you can't get your shovel in the ground, when the ground's frozen. That's when it's yeah. too. Really? Yeah. I, it, you need to be able to water also. For okay. new plantings, but I've actually worked with uh, contractors, landscape contractors, who were planting in Jan- planting trees in January because they could, because the ground was workable. Wow! So well, you just and figure it that it's okay anything the that tree. they can get done then. That because they only have so much time in the spring, sure, with so much demand on their time, and so anything they get done is just making spring so much easier for them and for their customers. Yep. So and the trees are fine they through keep the on process. Keeping on. Happy Absolutely. campers. Happy campers yep. and make sure that you're watering it. Okay. Essential. And then we all know that we're going to hook up and disconnect the hose from the hydrants. Oh, yeah. We're getting right there, aren't we? Yep. Good reminder. Yep. Yep. That's the nice thing about your five-gallon buckets. <laughs> it is. You really <laughs> just don't have to worry about However, that. if you leave it standing upright... And it rains and snows and melts and then freezes. You could conceivably break your bucket. It's very possible. Oh. So, uh, be careful. Okay. You probably would only get brittle plastic. I know five gallons is maybe a bit much. It'll probably just go up and over <laughs> when it freezes. I would think. Yeah. So I mowed the lawn, and and afterwards I thought, how many more times will I need to mow the lawn now? Because it's mm. certainly slowing down. I would depend upon your standards. I would guess three or four. Three or four more times? I wouldn't be surprised. Oh. Especially after all the moisture and then the warm temps here uh, yep. coming up. Yeah. Well, there's two for sure. I wouldn't be surprised wow. if it's not three or uh, four. November is that month where it's up and down and up and down. So we're changing. Yeah. So there'll be a plenty of moderate days that the grass is just going to be, yay. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think that's fine because the weather right now is just so gorgeous anyway. It really I is. love the excuse. Yeah, it's really be beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And get to know my lawn. Yeah, and you'll also probably want to mulch up those leaves that are down. Yes. Yeah, you're right about that. Which, hmm, I could also use the lawnmower for, couldn't I? Exactly. That's where John's <laughs> going with it. Absolutely. All righty. I'm slowly do catching up. Do you still own a lawnmower? Um, I do have oh, one. okay. Do you ever use it? <laughs> no. Uh, about two to three times a year. That often? Yeah. Wow. Because I just have one little area that has to be mowed. I can't believe you haven't fixed that. It's actually, well, <laughs> <laughs> getting close to being gone <laughs> i thought you pl- i thought you purposely planted that didn't you oh that oh, yeah i just have one small section 
<laughs> left. And it kind of adjoins my neighbor, so we have to mow that. Gotcha. Pressure. It's, it's Lots a, it's, of pressure. It's hey. a battery mower, okay? <laughs> takes That's about okay. Oh, good for takes you. about 30 minutes at the most. Wow. Wow, that must be a really... Trying, trying experience. For 30 well, minutes for a small area? Well, it's kind of a slope. Well, you have to do it perfect. It's a slope, and yes. Be careful. And you have to go around the shrubs. Wow. That's awesome. I bet it's really pretty. Sounds like it should be gotten rid of. <laughs> I do too. I think you work on that. It's yeah. It's it's close to being gone. I'll help you. Okay. <laughs> I have plans to to move. Oh, I you will not. <laughs> well, well like, uh, by would. donating plants, oh. not by actually doing the work at his place. I, I think it's what's kind of funny is you have in the last couple of years some new lawn. Yes, I do. You know, so it's like, and and there's a place for lawn. Yeah, I there mean, is. Absolutely. Lawn, lawn sure. is a, it's a resting point, right? Yes, absolutely. it is. For your eye. Yes. So, and yep. it complements the beds and allows you to make lines and bed yes. forms that really catch your eye. So. Yes, absolutely. It's it's an essential part of a landscape or, or the, the controlled landscapes that are usually around houses. So, yeah. yeah, necessary. Yeah. It is. Okay. And it wouldn't be too late to feed. It'd be a great time to fertilize still. If, yes. If you want to get off to a good start next spring on a slow basis and just have a nice, healthy feeding for this fall. so I know you always say, it. Steve, that if you can only fertilize once a year, now's the time to do it. This fall is, fall the, this is the very the best. Yep. And, and if you had enough moisture like we had this year, you really could have even fed it twice. You could have done it in September and also here in November. But, really? Uh, yeah, but if one time a fall or two times in the fall, it's it's perfect, and that way you can just back off in the spring, and then you can consider fertilizing in May if you want to after Mother's Day again in the spring. But it depends on, again, expectations, how lush you want it to be. Right. Well, and that's the whole purpose of the fertilizer is to make the lawn really thick so it kills out any weeds. Exactly. There's no room for that's weeds. exactly right. But that's like where I live. The, it's an illusion of a lawn. Because <laughs> I, I love like that. that. That was a nice well, term, wasn't no, it? No, it's, it's, dri- gr- it's if green. You, if you drive through, it's it's green, <laughs> but under all the trees, basically, if you get up close, it's it's a little bit of grass, some, a lot of weeds and moss. Nice, it's green. It works, right? Yeah, I, I it, <laughs> exactly. it works. I had a, a I met a neighbor who actually lived several blocks away from me, but you know I pass his house often, and it's. Really, the canopy of trees covers their entire property. I mean, it's really limbed up high, but very difficult to go grass. And I said, but your, your lawn always looks so great. And he said, well, it's clover. I said, oh. oh, yeah, it's green. It looks great. Whatever works. That reminds me when it was, uh, what, like late summer, and I said something about crabgrass, and, and Steve made the comment, you know, you may as well leave it now. Because, you know, yeah. at least it's green. It's green, exactly. <laughs> and it's an annual. Yeah. So it's not <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, in, in the summer, if you're going to, if you know you're going to seed and try and fill it back in with desirable grass seed, it's one thing to maybe get rid of it. But, or if you have an early frost or whatever, then try and get some seed down. So you could still even put seed down now if you wanted to for coming up next spring and get ahead of it. Just wouldn't want to use a crabgrass preventer or something like that next spring. But so. when you say seed, you mean grass seed? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't have any expectations saying... it's going to come up now, but you'd probably 
get most of it to overwinter and if, survive. If the birds leave it for you. Yeah. Okay. But you're going to be putting down millions of seeds, so odds are some will be hanging around, especially if you get it incorporated in the soil. Yeah. That's a, that would be the key to get it incorporated. Yep. What do you just like take a rake? That would be the most common method to okay. loosen up the soil and okay. put the seed down and then rake it in. Okay. Uh, you could use a slit seeder, which would incorporate it really well. Um, some people core aerate, and then as the loose mm. soil breaks down and they overseed it, it all kind of combines together and incorporates that way too. That's a good idea. Okay. And it wouldn't be too late to to uh, core aerate too, because again, as long as as long as the lawn is actively growing, yeah, corating now would be great, and then. Uh, because the lawn certainly is actively growing still. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then so be one more thing you can get done now while the moisture level is controlled, whereas next spring sometimes it's just so stinking wet you can't get it done. That's true. That is true. This is yeah. Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Call us at 356-9397 or text 351-5357, and that's 217 area code. I've got a bulb question for you guys. Uh-oh. I would guess that most people plant their bulbs too shallow oh yeah versus too too deep. deep right yeah yep and is that just like human nature i want to work i want to do it right but yeah, i don't want to work any harder than i have to to get the job done is it because they're just underestimating and aren't checking i know john would probably be out there with a laser pointer bulb depth guide to make sure it's within <laughs> I do. He says, "Yeah, inch. you've seen me, right?" <laughs> I do go out with a ruler. <laughs> he, do you have notches on your drill bit that say how deep it is? <laughs> nice look, John. <laughs> so, <laughs> moving right along. Obviously, so. he does. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so really, so really, if you're doing bulbs, you really want to work. I always work the soil, you know, like spade it first and yeah. pick it first. That's a good idea. Instead of going out and just trying to, and I'm a big fan of that, that the auger that attaches to the drill. Sure. Okay. So you're, you're saying you dig up the area so, first. So I, I dig the whole area up that I'm going to, you know, if it's, you know, three by six or whatever the areas I'm going to plant, I, I dig it first. And, you know, to about a spade's depth, just, which is, you know, 10 inches or so. So You're make so it really smart. nice and soft and workable. Yeah. And that's, the mass plantings usually look a lot nicer than just yeah, lined up awesome. here and there. Yeah. yeah. So that's mm -hmm. really cool. And then and after then you have it loose and then you come back through with your auger. Add some compost. That has the notches in it. Yep. That you know exactly how deep you're going. Yeah. I was trying to think what Jack DeVruman would say. The throw deeper, the out, better. Throw them out on the ground. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> In uh -uh. fact, remember him say, telling us about, uh, because people would ask him about squirrels digging up bulbs. Oh. He yep. said, plant them deeper. As deep, deep, deep. That's right. Because the squirrel doesn't want to go to that much trouble. That's right. To dig that deep down. So if it was yeah. a daffodil or a hyacinth, you might be up to eight inches deep, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And if it's a tulip, you might be six inches deep. Ish, yeah. And if it's a some of the minor bulbs, 
He might be two, three. I was going to say three or four. Three, but three or four. Yeah. Three or you four. know, some, some t- sometimes you'll you'll read, which doesn't make it right. Uh, the depth should be two to three times the diameter of the bulb, or three to four times the diameter of the bulb as a as a general guide. But follow the package directions, and if in doubt, probably go just as deep. Or consider that depth to be to the top of the bulb and not to the bottom of the bulb. Oh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Kind of sure. Okay. Sure. I think that makes a difference, too. For people think that it's yeah, just the top of the bulb. That would yeah. be the, yeah, dig it down three inches and then just plop it in. Right. But that would be the bottom of the bulb. Right. Well, okay. you want to. but At three inches. But no, make it, make it so you have that much depth on top of the bulb. So you're actually getting it a little bit exactly. deeper. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, I would not have thought of that. So, yeah. Thanks, Mr. Expert. Yeah. Well, it's just, again, it's just, oh, that's good enough. Oh, this or that or whatever. So it's just, yeah, I think if in doubt, get it a little bit deeper. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And again, that's perfect. And what John's talking about doing is, again, digging up an entire bed area. And that doesn't have to be a large, it could be a a 30 inch diameter circle. It doesn't have to be just, but he's just saying, as opposed to just digging a little hole and putting the bulb in. Loosen up the whole area, yep. improve the quality of the soil by adding some compost, and then ensure that you're getting the, the bulbs placed properly and to the right depth. And then water it in. Um, some people use bulb fertilizer. Some people use bone meal still. We still sell a lot of bone meal, yep. even though we don't push it. But we have to make sure we have plenty of it because it's requested. And uh, What does what is bone meal or what does it do it's a high it's a high it's a high phosphorus fertilizer Uh, so it's kind of a long time ago that's all you would have ever read right Right. add bone meal add bone meal and we're kind of more of the thing add compost Compost. improve the quality of the soil and not so much worried about the other stuff but okay i had a customer yesterday uh, looking at bulbs she was so excited she was after forcing bulbs which we we have some definitely but she, well, she was there. She picked up a bag of uh, tulips, and she said, do you think I can plant these now? And I said, well, of course you can. And she said, yeah, but I live in Florida. And I said, <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> really? Northern Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so actually what I came up with for her was to uh, put them in the refrigerator yeah. and keep them there until March. Put them outside, see and what why happens. why not? Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're a great price, first of all. And the package that she picked up was a mixed package. It was a red and white combination. Oh, it was cool. just beautiful. They said, you know, go for it. It's a, a great experiment. Well, I do that a lot of times, though, and it, it actually works here. So <laughs> might as well work in Florida, too. So, But they need to be overwintered? Or they have to have that cold period, yes. Okay. The cold dormancy. That's yeah. a good way of putting it. Okay. So I wish her luck. I hope it works. That'd yeah. be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> maybe she uh maybe even consider putting them in a container, you know, after the fridge. Absolutely. Sure. I or would assume the hardiness zone of her fridge is the same as yours. Probably. So probably would work just it fine. Probably. Probably. Nah, Marianne's she's got that special refrigerator. The really special one. The one that has the, the, the chef that comes and takes the takes his stuff food out, out and, and, and I think cooks that, it. Yeah, the, the difference one. is there's room in Marianne's refrigerator. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> for plants. That's the single biggest difference. So anything else on your uh, list besides cleanup and changing out some beds and planting some bulbs and uh, getting a few more shrubs in? And 
I don't know if those Father Giller are still out there, but I got to do something <sighs> about that. Three those left. are so beautiful. Uh, yeah. They're just, uh, it's a, a shrub that tolerates a little bit of shade. 50 off, too. Father, yeah. Father Gill? Father mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, Father Gill. It's the, the genus. They have stunning fall color. Uh, they're just beautiful Absolutely. right now. I can't believe they're still sitting there. I know. And then in the spring, you get this beautiful little, uh, looks like a bottle brush on top White of, flower. of a stem. Yeah. This fragrant. Yeah. It's really cool. Nice. But the, the interplay, I, I, you know, I've got a couple of sugar maples. And if I oh, concerned planting those in the same area. Yeah. And just having that mm. play of the, because it's the same fall color. It's, it's incredible really orange. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and your eye is up at the tree and it's down here with yep. that. And it's like. Uh, and they're well, 50% off. Absolutely. The shrubs are 50% off. Yeah. I can't believe I've got any shrubs left. Well, and this is where the time to observe and enjoy. But exactly. Absolutely. What's going on in the fall. And then plan. Oh. Oh, plan. I can huh. I can get that for you know if it's not available now, look for it next year. Exactly. That's exactly. You know, try right. to make a note or take a picture of the area. Because it's important to to see what's going on in your garden now, and in the spring and in the summer. You know, you want it. There's there's some kind of interest. A lot of things have not just one season of interest, but but at least three seasons and some things four seasons. So bark is a good thing in the oh. uh, winter. So, oh, gosh, I've got a coral, coral bark maple that, or Japanese maple that is just beginning to, like, shine. Oh. oh, my gosh, it's just so pretty. Yeah, and to take the time while you're sitting Yeah. to enjoy. Exactly. Do you have any idea left? Yes. Hmm. Get out there. Hmm. Any ideas left? Itea. <laughs> okay. It's another shrub that's just incredible because it takes sun or shade. Uh, and the fall color is just outstanding, whether it's in sun or shade. It's referred to as the burning bush for the shade. Oh. That's how tolerant it is. Because burning bush, if you put it in a little bit of shade, has less color. I mean, it'll color up, but that doesn't have the intense color that it has out in full sun, which we have We have burning bush left. 50% off, guys. Wow. So, anyway. Beautiful. It's a great time to plant shrubs. Shrub roses still? Are they also? There's some uh, knockouts out there. Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Fifty oh, percent off. Mine at home are still blooming. I'm sorry, but they don't care. That's they not just, so bad. They that just great? keep on keeping on. Yeah. And that's not uncommon. Yeah, no, it isn't. Blooming in November. I've seen them at Thanksgiving. Not mine necessarily, but I've seen sh- sh- uh, knockouts that at, in November, Thanksgiving, showing off. Wow. Look at me. Yeah, I mean, you can get five months of flowers out of something. It's pretty cool. Gosh. And I even like when the when you leave the, the flower on and it goes to seed and you get that neat little hip on the top. It's pretty. And this year, for some reason, it seems like the knockouts did that all over the place, having rose hips. The the seed that he was talking about. It's a about. seed pod on the top. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. It is It is a nice texture and the coloration. It's it's all really cool. Yeah. Nice. Doesn't take much to amuse us. <laughs> but no, it's um it's little details like that that you notice and that once you point it out, then I'll appreciate even more. Good. So that's great. So I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> A lot of people coming in for 
I saw you had your artificial trees up, and I know that uh, people at our radio station and newspaper came and got four of them, I think. Mm -hmm. They were so easy to put together, I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) They were (laughs) pre-lit. Plump, plump, Yeah. (laughs) Yep, just plunk, plunk. And then oh, plug it in. Shape and a little ball. bit of the branches. and then you're That's good looking go. good. The whole store is starting to look oh really, my gosh. really oh, good. Oh, my gosh. And we have our spring, our spring, duh, Christmas open house next weekend. One week Friday, away. Friday, Saturday, and yep. Sunday, the 12th, 13th, and 14th of November. So yep. be a lot of great specials that weekend. Plus, you can come and see what's new. There's a lot of great specials in the store right now, actually, uh, in the Christmas area and the fall area, too. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but it'll be a whole whole three days full of Christmas cheer next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It'll be fun. Brian be. already has a lot of the Christmas trees decorated so that we can see the different themes. Brian and John. Oh, John, you too? I just did a look. A one. A I'm one. S- a one. A one. And Good. a two. And a three. Oh. But it's a special one, and I'm I'm digging the uh, blue one over there, too. I love that one. If I liked blue, I'd really like that one. Hmm. Are you... <laughs> I love blue, and I appreciate it. I like it. I do, too. Yeah. She's happy for you. I like again. The, the black and white themed was black tie, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brian That's a new theme. one this year. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very classy, too. And like we pointed out, uh, well, I think John pointed it out last week, it just it, it would flow over nicely into the new year. Yes, it would. Just the, the look and everything. Yep. Yeah. And we have the other theme that's... Uh, called Through the Woods, which is really pretty. It's all natural colors in yes. uh, a lot of white against you know brown tones and, and oh, beige nice. tones. Natu- so that would be your natural nice tones. Season yeah. extender too. For Absolutely, your yeah. 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 I can see that. Skirts, ornaments, lights. Yeah, y'all have it all here, and I can't believe. I already mentioned that we're about into our second week of November, but then there's Thanksgiving in just a couple of weeks, and after that, live Christmas trees are they going to be hard to get this year because of well nope. shipping concerns and everything else out there? Yeah. No, uh, there's it, it's agriculture, and so there's always hiccups because it's live stuff, you know. And um, was talking to one of the growers this last week and I can't remember if it was in Canada or if it was in Michigan. I want to say it was in Michigan. They weren't allowed to plant last June because of COVID restrictions. And um, so they planted in August. So they planted like 3 million seedlings, which is what they normally plant. Mm -hmm. And they lost all but about 10% of them because oh. they were forced to plant so late. Oh, uh, my gosh. And they didn't have the, the rain that they normally would have in June, and the, the seedlings didn't get established. So there's, so that's just one grower, but magnify that over other growers who went through the same thing, and you just think about, okay, well, there's 2.7 million trees that in five to seven years from now are not going to be on the market. So there's just going to be things like that that are out there that are going to be hiccups uh, going on but that goes on all the time yeah yeah it's for, for different reasons you know it's just one of those things you just have to go with the flow because you can't do anything about it yeah. five or seven years down the road that's that's the crop rotation and that that's amazing 
That, and yeah, that's something that I don't think of as well. You're yeah. right. So. Absolutely. Yep. So, but yeah, as far as the shortage this year, no, I think we're going to have a great supply. In fact, if anything, I'm feeling a little bit better that we're going to have enough seven to eight foot Frasers uh, to satisfy Yay. the demand this year. It's been a little bit tight. Tight, you know, we were selling a little bit too early yeah. the last couple of years, but I think we'll be in pretty good shape. And all everything's scheduled to be coming right in. Uh, everything coming from the West Coast is looking good. All the fresh greens and yep. boughs and stuff like that. So I think they'll be on schedule, and we'll be we'll be in good shape. So folks who like to do their trees like on Thanksgiving or the day after Thanksgiving, is it going to be? Is that going to be a little too early? No, uh, we'll have it available. Oh. I don't. I mean, as far as selecting, it wouldn't be too early. I mean, personally, I would probably oh, make a fresh a fresh cut on the stump and keep it in a bucket of water in a non-freezing shaded environment as long as I can before I want to make another fresh cut and bring it inside the house. Okay. Just to keep the tree fresher longer, closer to Christmas. Right. But yeah, they'll be available, and certainly the artificial trees are available now, and mm-hmm. we'll be in good shape. Okay. And yeah. poinsettia is uh, is Linda growing them? Uh, we'll have them. Yeah, we'll have them available uh, starting around the nineteenth or so of oh November coming up soon so they'll be available before Thanksgiving and, and right now if you can, can balance getting that fall yard cleanup done shop the LED lights that we've got the compacts and oh, the clusters the th- you know the ones that have the thousand lights on them and that are 70 some feet long that mm. have multi-functions and we've got so them in every cool. color you could possibly imagine we have sets of 500 that are color changing between warm white and multi and um, just really cool it, it, and I know Marianne wouldn't do it. She'd want to wait till it's really, really cold, maybe slippery, icy, well. to put them up. But if you, gosh, if you could put them up now or soon, mm-hmm. while it's comfortable. While the weather's Silly nice. you. Yep. Christmas open house next weekend, kids. Yep. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Next weekend. Join us, yeah. Okay. Hey, you also have some great deals going on now. So folks should go to your Facebook page or your website. Yep. And see what else is available. Okay, good. This has been Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Marianne Metz, thank you. Yes, ma'am. John Weisgarver, Steve Brown. Thanks, guys. Thanks, that's been fun. Happy gardening, folks. Yeah. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Dave Leake. We'll have a podcast of the show available later today at WDWS.com. Just click on Multimedia and then podcasts. You'll find us. You'll also find previous shows available there. And you can always email us at plantexperts at wdws.com. Thanks so much for listening. We certainly hope you enjoy the weekend. Go Illini! <laughs>